You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. T-Mad. Don is a pastor with 38 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How you doing? I'm doing so good. Good. Hey, dude, we got some... We're going to do a question and answers today. Ooh. Real ones. Real so, ones. Yes, that's right. That means you didn't work on them and make them up this morning or last night or last week. Right. These do not come from my brain. Oh, it came from so, somebody else's brain. That's right. And so I... God bless you out there. Yeah, I have very little insight in these. These come from Lauren. Okay. Ready? I hope so. The first question he wants to compare Mr. Rogers to Jesus and their teaching styles. Hmm. And well, which one it would be more effective today? And like with the difference. Well, I have to so, defer because I think Jesus would always be more effective, no matter what day it is. Sure. And uh, and and his use of story and analogy and bridges mm-hmm. to the culture that he was uh, preaching in and teaching in, uh, I think he'd just naturally be much more effective, even than Mister Rogers. Oh, had he been here today? Had he been here today, yeah. So I think even in this culture, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, would be a better teacher. Now, the the bridge to Mr. Rogers, I think, is interesting because uh, Mr. Rogers was an ordained minister. Yep. And so I think, uh, I I hate to say he was a little devious, but I, I know he had his honorary side that uh, he was trying eh, the best he could in a public television environment to get the truth of the gospel to an audience that if the name of Jesus was part of it, they would have been unreceptive. Right. Uh, Interestingly, it sort of developed a subculture that lives by the tenants Mm -hmm. but don't know the Savior. Right. he had a good heart. His intentions were good. He was ornery yep. in getting it out there. But it really was what the culture needed at the time. Still needs today, right. as far as that's concerned. Yeah, so kind of just sneaking these things in there. You know, there's something that kind of, uh, I don't know if you know who Jordan Peterson is. I, I'm just <clears throat> starting to hear some things about him. Okay. It, he has like 10 rules for life. He kind of, you know... Uh, not necessarily ministers, because I'm not exactly sure what his faith is, but uh, um, good things for men to live by, and not just men, but everybody. You know, things to get your life in order. You're right. unhappy because of these reasons, and they're not because of somebody else, you know? Right. Um, they're your stuff. But he, he kind of argues that, you know, if you live in the United States, you know, the values that we impress on people are Christian values. We were founded as one nation under God, mm-hmm. and those values were injected into the Constitution heavily with individual rights. And Jordan says that even. Yeah, well, he yeah, argues yeah. that, and he kind of debates people. It's kind of interesting. Um, well, I, 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 I think so, too, because those the faith of the, fa- the founding fathers, I think, do, do come through the documents. Uh, what's interesting is then what happens when the culture leaves the faith. Yeah then, you know, you've got all these constitutional challenges. Right. Understanding why someone's individual values is important is kind of what makes up the whole, you know, what makes the United States special. It's mm-hmm. those freedoms of their individual values. And uh, 
not the collectivist mindset, which is, you know, one person tells everyone, well, this is good for more people, so we're going to do that. That's kind of called dismiss- communism or socialism. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I would say. Um, not that there aren't good safety nets. Right. I'm getting a little off topic. So, oh, mindful of that. There's a Did lot. Did I draw oh. you off topic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I like to do that anyway. Okay. So I was kind of, there's <laughs> so many things that people say about Mr. Rogers. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if most of them are true or not. Like that he is a decorated war veteran with like tattoos on his arm for his. I never saw his arms. I never did either. I did think I, I'm pretty sure he served. Yeah. But I'm not sure how decorated. Yep. But so that uh, could, that, that could use some fact checking probably by someone. It could. Yeah. I, I think you'll find that he was a veteran, but uh, yep. he didn't, uh, I don't know how many medals he got. Yeah. Me either. Uh, I believe if I remember correctly, he was a green beret or no, 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 or a, a, a army. I guess I'm not sure, yep. but pretty solid sniper dude. or yeah. something. So pretty solid dude. Otherwise, I think part of that past probably in, as he then came in his faith closer to, to, uh, a, almost an evangelical religion. Uh, I think that that past then helped inform his teaching and how he talked about engaging the neighbor. Sure. Yep. And, and another thing Won't I found you is be that my neighbor. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Is um, <clears throat> that he would he would pray before every episode that he did, you know, kind of to touch the lives of those around him. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I never really I never watched Mister Rogers ever. Really? Yeah. Is it too old for you? Well, there's a mi- <laughs> now Daniel Tiger. Oh, Daniel Tiger. Okay. I watched that with Charlie. That Charlie loved Daniel Tiger for a long time. Now Which he, was a spinoff. Right. Animated, lots of songs of like good things, you know, how to deal with when you're mad or when you're sad or, yeah. Yeah, the, to- the really bad thing is Mr. Rogers got old. Yeah. Then he got sick and then he died. That's right. Really hard. Animation, you can just keep going. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a new vocal person and away you go. Yep, that's right. They got nice little characters. They like them. So, differences between Rogers and Jesus. Well, Rogers would have carried his, uh, I think it was Presbyterian faith along. And so that would have been a little different than Jesus. Sure. Uh, Jesus would have been the originator of a a much broader, uh, much more focused on salvation Mm -hmm. faith. Just, you know, just the fact that Jesus was looking to change people's lives. Right. Not just a little bit. Right. But total transformation. Uh, Mr. Rogers in the venue of that show would have had limited ability to change people, mainly because of the venue he was using. Right. And Jesus didn't practice that. There was no holes barred. I mean, even in the temple, he'd throw the tables over, uh, when they crossed over making it a house of prayer. Right. And, uh, so Jesus wasn't going to cultivate the message to the venue. Yeah. He would give the message no matter the venue. Right. So that's a definite difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, Jesus, a lot of rebuking, but also a lot of gentleness in times. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mr. Rogers is generally always gentle. You know, I didn't do, see him throw any tables. That's right. Whenever I watched. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. Not a, you know, 
if you hate your brother again, you know, you don't get dessert. That's something I have to say in my house quite a bit. And to both of them, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Benny likes hitting. But another difference, Rogers, not the savior. He's not the savior. Not the son of God. No. No. And, and you know, he was, uh, Fred was limited on even taking anybody to that point. Yeah. I, I sort of think he would have given oh. a different venue. But in that venue, he couldn't. So no. known as Mr. Rogers, he couldn't do that. He could yeah. never get there, even to point them to the Savior. Mm -hmm. So I see kind of like the differences is like the, it, I think what Lauren's trying to get to here is, you know, we all want people to treat each other well. We all want to be able to get along. Mm -hmm. Lord knows we need it. Right. Very divisive, not just in today's world, but, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, there's always been quite a bit of division and bickering between, for some reason, mm -hmm. and we need to be able to come together. That's what God wants, but the difference is the why. The why. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then you go to the other part is those who are seeking for something are always wanting a savior, and Fred Rogers was a good guy. Mm -hmm. He was a good guy with a good message, and he was drawing a crowd. Yeah. The problem is he couldn't give the full message he had in the venue that he was given, and he's not the savior. And uh, I see our culture as being, they, they need heroes. Yep. And so he became a hero mm -hmm. to a lot of people. And I don't think he ever wanted that. I don't think he, in fact, I think he really didn't want that. No. And so... Uh, he became his own distraction, I guess, from yeah. the message he was trying to give. But it was effective. He was effective yeah. to, to the point that he could get to. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, Superman, Marvel Comics, yeah. all those are evidences of a culture that wants to have a savior. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and get justice. Yes. And what's interesting served. then about the Marvel Comics is all of those saviors have a foible. Yeah. Have an Achilles heel of some yeah. sort. And the ability of the culture to embrace a perfect savior like Jesus is beyond our imagination. Yeah. We can handle an imperfect savior much easier than we can grasp hold of a perfect savior. Right. Because that's just easier. Yeah. Well, it sure makes for a lot better story if there's got a, you know, you're not going to, a good story always has some kind of conflict, mm -hmm. right? It's got a hero's journey. And I mean, all of this is truly in the Bible, start to finish if you look at it, but it's more perfect. Like there's a lot of people too that um, <clears throat> work this into their novels and you see it in, in some of the best novels. So I know like uh, a lot of people compare, you know, uh, Harry Potter, um, the Hobbit with J.R.R. Tolkien, mm -hmm. tons of it. Of course, all the Narnia stuff. Right. You see that hero's journey. You see that, you know, um, um, struggle. And then the hero's redemption. There's no redemption as far as Jesus's character because we always know who he is. But some people, like it does make a good story when you see that good guy being not quite very good or that one person in the story being not quite very good and then they turn themselves around. But there's lots of other characters like, like that in the... 
Yeah. I mean, most of them. Yeah. You know? Paul. James. Yeah. Turned around. Yep. But Jesus is the one character that didn't have to do any of that. That's right. And we have a hard time. It's much easier to grasp Peter and Paul than it is to grasp that Jesus was perfect. Mm -hmm. Came here because he's perfect. Came here because he's God. And then was willing to put his life on the cross. Right. Because he loves you. That's right. That's pretty cool. Now, I, now, how does that figure into Marvel comics? Probably not very well. Yeah. But I don't know. My son has picked up more. Charlie has picked up more on, you know, like how to be kind, how to deal with his emotions, and those kinds of things from the Daniel Tiger episodes than he does from church. Honestly, in church, he kind of sees that as a time where he gets to uh, run. Yep. Yes. He runs good. And, and, you know, part of that you could attribute to the fact he might have more actual tangible minutes in front of Daniel than he does in front of Lauren at church. Yeah, <laughs> that could be, that could be. Uh, yeah. The ineffectiveness of church is a real, yeah, is a real issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it comes from several different aspects because yeah. I don't know that we live church every day in our lives. And the second part is church is only open for an hour and a half, two hours on Sunday. Right. So as long as it's a limited venue like that and trying to compete with Danny the Tiger, it, it can't compete. Right. No way. Nope. That's why I'm rooting for Christian television. Yep. Christian filmmaking and yeah. and let's There's make, some good ones out there. I mean, I grew up on VeggieTales. Yes. And there's also... Uh, and that fella has quite a story. The, the developer of VeggieTales. Mm-hmm. Quite a testimony. Yeah, check that out when you have time to. Yeah, it's good. I'm trying to think. Of, there's a newer one, Adventures in Odyssey. Mm -hmm. That like one's pretty good. That one's Odyssey. that one's for a little yes. bit older kids because, but the stories read like like someone did a very good job with that. Whereas VeggieTales is more silly and wacky and has fun songs. Right, I've got about forty of those on CD. Yeah, yeah, they're Adventures good. in Odyssey. Yes, yeah, good stuff. They are. Um, <clears throat> question two. Okay. Teddy Roosevelt said, walk softly, but carry a big stick. Do we see Jesus kind of saying, saying kind of the same things to his disciples sometimes? Well, if you look at Jesus, he did that. I mean, he, he had a message that he delivered very tenderly to the people he was delivering it to and with a great deal of meaning. But when he needed to prove that he wasn't afraid he did uh, uh, overturn the temple the tables in the temple uh, the other piece of his big stick I'd say is Jesus was able to feed the 5,000 he was able to heal the lame make them walk again give sight to the blind raise the dead you talk about a big stick uh, so then as the disciples went on the power of the church in the book of Acts is the fact that, you know, they brought the message really pretty cool, calm and collected, but truth and lie had consequences. Ananias and Sapphira. What? Ananias and Sapphira. Remember that in chapter four of Acts five, five in Acts. Okay. And so uh, they, 
they were having all things in common as Christians. And so many of them, like uh, Barnabas, sold a field and gave all the money. It said laid it at, at uh, Peter's feet. And so uh, Ananias and Sapphira said, well, we're going to sell a piece of ground and, and give the money to that. Well, but maybe not all the money. And they agreed how much they were not going to give, but they're going to make it sound like they gave it all to the church. And when Peter confronts Ananias, he drops dead. And the young guys take him and bury him. And uh, so when Peter confirms it with the wife, when she comes in, then she drops dead. And it shows a power that we don't, I'm sure glad people don't drop dead on Sunday morning. Right. But we also aren't confronting it. Right. <laughs> and so part of the big stick of the church of Christians today isn't being held or practiced. Yeah. I mean, we're not raising the dead very often. So that being said, our Christian faith in our local communities is seen as very anemic and powerless. And so what, what's that going to do in anybody's life, really? I see. I mean, it, I mean, we've talked about this, I mean, so much, just the culture being that of acceptance, pat on the back, encouragement, no matter what. No matter what. Yes. And really no expectation of <clears throat> transformation in anybody's life. Yeah. Uh, You're perfect who you are. You don't need to change. Stay right there. Stay right there. And that's sad. It is. Because in the midst of not expecting transformation, we are creating a whole generation that are in bondage. Yeah. Either a physical bondage to addictions or, or a spiritual bondage uh, that's demonic. Yeah. Uh, we, don't eat, well, we don't talk about Satan much. Yeah, and you know the kids when we used to say to our, <clears throat> sorry, say to our parents, you know, oh, this sucks, and like, or this isn't fair. World's not fair. No. Yeah. There's really not a whole lot of this world that's fair. Yeah. And you know, I think it's pie in the sky to think that it is supposed to be fair. Yeah. I haven't, you know, as I read the Bible, I don't see a whole lot of justice coming out except when God's involved. Yeah. And then. Justice and righteousness flow hand in hand. Right. And then you've got Job, who was just and right, and then basically Satan put him to the test. Yeah. Was that wrong? Is it wrong for Satan to put us to the test? To test how solid our faith really is and how our follow-through with what God's asked us to do really follows through? Is that a wrong for God to do? I don't know. I mean, when we have eternal consequences for our spiritual walk. Right. Don't you want to know it's going to carry through? I would. I mean, if everything goes just wonderful, you know, all the time, then what's a faith really about? Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And what we do not see is how we're going to respond in any given challenge until the challenge is actually there. That's right. And faith is the piece that proves the pudding of our 
spiritual integrity. Now, do we get to carry a big stick? I think what's good about the Christian is it's not actually a physical stick. Wouldn't that just be walk softly and walk softly? Walk softly and have the power of Jesus Christ behind you. Okay. With you. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, walk softly and walk with Jesus. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, with Teddy Roosevelt, you know, he's sitting there with buttons to the nukes. Mm -hmm. or, well, he didn't have nukes. He didn't have time, nukes. But he had definitely a powerful yes. entourage. And, uh, That's a big stick. Looking face into World War One. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, the, you know, the disciples, they did have that, you know, God was ever present there. That power was there. We don't have that necessarily. Right. Or at least not one that we... But Peter could walk up the steps of the temple and see the beggar and say, you know, silver and gold I don't have, but what I have, I offer you. Right. In the name of Jesus Christ, stand and walk. Yeah. And he did. And he got up leaping and praising God mm -hmm. because of his healing. We don't carry that power in, no. into or out of the church today. No, we don't. But I... I pray for a time we will. Yeah. That's a good spot to end. And uh, praying for everyone that's out there still in the fields harvesting. Stay safe, guys. And everyone gals. else that is serving them. That's really awesome. So we will see you all next week. Blessing. Take care. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.